There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com, code GLOW. Welcome to the Look of Beach Show. It is Monday the 18th of July and I do hope you are keeping well. I'm Pete Donaldson from the email address that is hello at lookbeachshow.com. Yeah. Uh, I'm joined by Luke Moore, right. who also has access to the email address hello at lookbeachshow.com. That's kind of why we we just happened upon this email address and we were like, yeah. let's do a Build show, show about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. not even our original names. What, what are our original names? I'm Polly Wallets. Mm. My original name is Polly Wallets. What am I? Big pussy. Big what? Big pussy. Is that a uh, yes? A I, why haven't you watched the Sopranos? I've only seen three seasons, and, and I you can't, can't remember any of you them. You can't remember any play. I, I, oh. Speaking of, um, we're in, we're in a golden age of television. Remember Tony Savarino and fuck a lot. Yeah, that's right. Fuck um, a lot of um, good TV shows around, aren't there? We're in a golden <laughs> age of telly. Oh yeah, um, I, I think we're coming out of it. To be honest, really? Oh shit, kicking around. It's just too much now. Too much. What don't you like? Ooh, what don't I like now, television-wise? I don't, I don't generally like... Uh, I, I started watching Who the Fellow That Was In, um, the John le Carre uh, first Carla uh, novel uh, film adaptation. Fucking hell, I'm going to work hard. There we go. So you're talking about Tinker Tower Soldier Spy? Yes. Who's I, the man? Who played George Smiley in that? Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. So Gary Oldman did a... Is doing, I think, in lieu of a, uh, a, a, of a sequel to that film... Uh, he did a show about spies where he sort of getting kicked out of the circus and he's you know he's he's running a, a shit silo unlovable thing for 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 people who for spies who, who you know people who who work for MI5 but they're shit ones and <laughs> and so like uh, so that's the show and I started watching that and I was and I you know I love fucking that's all I read is, is John Le and spy film uh, spy books and he uh, and it's not very good right. So just a bit rubbish. Thanks for the answer. It's just a bit shit. Um, you've mentioned- I'm, just say, I'm just saying that everyone's just having a go. Everyone's just having a go and throwing a lot of shit at the wall. What's going to stick? I don't know. And yet, TV shows like Detroiters only got two seasons and then, you know, chinned it off. 
Oh, it pisses me off that some that's really good stuff doesn't get any 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 much of, much of a look in. You mentioned Gary Oldman, so I should mention as part of that one of my favourite Luke and Pete show facts, mm. which is Gary Oldman's 13 days younger than Gary, Gary Newman, Newman. Yeah, which I is like always that. nice to nice. hear. Cool. Uh, and um, I had some people telling me last weekend that they thought Better Call Saul was better than Breaking Bad. Yeah, which I don't agree with at all. Have you watched all of it though? I haven't no. watched all of. I haven't watched all of it. No, all of it. Right. But I will get there. I watched. Um, I'm about. Three from the end of the most, the second most recent season. So I will get there. Somebody pointed out that I think it was in uh, Breaking Bad. Um, like they, like um, the main guy, uh, Walter White, um, uh, Jesse, um, Saul, and his henchman, uh, Mark, Mike. Carl, Mike, Mark, uh, <laughs> said Carl. Mark, Carl. You know Carl. You know Carl from Vertical yeah. Soul. Um, yeah, uh, all four of them are absolute baldies, uh, and yet uh, at, at certain points in the in yeah. you know they're many baldies. Spoiler. And and uh, and one of them uh, and and it said and Hank as well. Yeah, uh, like one of them was like hairdresser. <laughs> like one of the credits at the end of the TV show was like hairdresser. I was like, mate, most people are bald in this show. It's like, it's like that. Fa- it's like the famous credits of uh, the guy who was listed as a dinosaur supervisor yes. in Jurassic Park, isn't it? And then the damn uh, kitchen. Yeah, exactly. Got everywhere. People died. Um, I was going to bring something to the table today that I think you might find confusing, but also hopefully vaguely interesting. Yes. Is that last weekend I went on a massive monster walk on okay. the Saturday? Do you remember I showed the monsters? You the, I showed you the um, no, I showed you the step count, didn't I? You showed me the the, the, the Fitbit readout, and I just thought it's Garmin. You, you know be... I'm a Garmin man. All right. What's you, the difference? You thought I was having a, you thought I was endlessly uh, masturbating, and that's how I got the uh, step counter up. Correct. Yeah. Which, if you don't mind me saying, it's quite childish. Um, <laughs> Go for a big walk's quite childish. <laughs> what are you, a dog? Yeah. I did have a tantrum to make it really yeah. childish. Um, no, I went on, did 42,000 steps, which I think is quite good mm-hmm. in yeah. that heat as well. And throughout lockdown, I, I mentioned um, on this show, and our, and our regular listeners will be aware that uh, throughout lockdown, me and a few of my mates did a listening album, listening um, session every week for right. 100 weeks with 100 albums. Right, and they were selected in a completely egalitarian way. There was a shortlist, and then devised, and then people would have their votes, and whatever album came out on top, we'd listen to. Yes. Now it was my mate's fortieth birthday, and he can't really go anywhere or do much because his wife's quite heavily pregnant. So we said, "Look, I can do something for my birthday, celebrate to celebrate my birthday, but we have to stay in London. It can only be across a day because yes. it could be close by." Mm. Uh, fine. So a couple of my mates devised a walk, which we then had printed out on a map and framed of uh, a point for every single, a destination, a location yeah. for e- associated with every single album we listen to in some way. Okay, nice. Okay, And it turned out to be like a 40-mile walk, so you couldn't really do it in one day, not in that heat. Yeah. So we had like half of it, the most interesting half of it, and that's what I was doing on Saturday. And it right. still turned out to be about, I think it ended up being 38 kilometres or something. Is there something in your soul that says that you need to go back and finish? Because like presumably you took a snapshot from the middle of the course rather than the start or the end. So, so, you've, started, so you've got two more walks to have, basically. No, we did we did pretty much exactly half from the start. Okay, all right. So it started, the one we did so start... you could finish eventually. Yeah, so the one we started off on was at the Savoy Hotel mm. on the river side of the Savoy Hotel because that's where Bob Dylan did his Subterranean Hosick Blues video shoot mm. and we listened to a Bob Dylan album. And then it ended, it went all the way around Central London, West London and all the rest of it. And it ended up at our half of it ended up at Abbey Road because we did um, 
a it wasn't actually a Beatles connection because the Beatles connections are all over London. The Beatles connection was in Savile Row where they played their last gig. Okay. But the Abbey Row one was Red Hot Chili Peppers did something because we ended up listening to a Red Hot Chili Peppers album. Fuck knows why we did. <laughs> uh, and and um, they did a, they did a parody of the of the Beatles Abbey Road thing with socks on their coat. That's right. Yes. So yes, it, that's, yes. Okay. Anyway, that gives you the fucking context. It was a really cool thing. I know it's nerdy. People are going to be rolling their eyes, going, "Go get a, get a life." Get but a it life, was good. It. But what became really clear is my friend Duncan and my friend Tommy, who are music like nerds. One of them's the, Duncan is like the feature editor of a big music magazine. Mm. Um, it became really clear, and we kind of had a laugh about it, and they were kind of sort of self-deprecating about it, is that it was getting quite tough to find links, right? right. So, but they had to find one for every single one. So one of them ended up being the registered address of Tom York's listed company, <laughs> <laughs> which is like this obscure office on Great Portland Street or something. It'll just be a mailbox yeah. sink. What, what, and, and, it, and the absolute nadir of it, right, was we traipsed in like 30 degree heat for about 40 minutes mm. to this obscure part of like Earl's Court yeah. because, and, and I, I, I fucking shit you not, we got there, nondescript house in a residential street, mm. I sat down the curb, like sweating yeah. to reapply sun cream and one of them just went, yeah, um, I think Brian Ferry might have lived there for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you fucking joke. It's like a 40 minutes to get here. And we had to walk every single part of it. Yeah. Um, but anyway, the, um, some particular highlights. One was the hotel in Shepherd's Bush where Nirvana stayed the very t- first time they visited the UK. Okay. Um, there was a, f- a flat that Fle- uh, Mick Fleetwood used to live in. There's loads of cool stuff. It's oh, all publicly available ceilings, information. But he's bothered to see and see him before. I bet he has. Yeah, well, not like you have. <laughs> um, so anyway, that was quite fun. If people are interested, I'll um, I'll share the um, I'll share the actual route, and you can have a go at it yourself. Uh, it works out, like I say, about I think about thirty odd miles. Okay. In total, cool. But the um, portions of it are interesting. Mm. Um, and the way it's kind Apart of from the Brian Ferry one. Well, quite. That was very uninteresting. <laughs> but and this is all publicly inf- available information. We're not fucking like stalking people's houses and stuff. Right. But it started off with quite a lot of concentrated ones in the centre of town. Do you know what yes. I mean? So yeah, you yeah, go, yeah. you nip across Regent Street and go to where Ziggy Stardust had his photo taken for their album cover of that. And yeah. that's actually all blue plaqued, and all the restaurants around there are named after Bowie and stuff now. So it's kind Hen- of a bit. Hendrix's house around the corner from where I used to live, obviously, um, in uh, sort of Mayfair, kind of. Just yeah, Hanover Street. Street. Um, yeah. they, uh, the, my mate used to live in the same block of flats that, uh, Jimi Hendrix lived and his, uh, and his landlady was a, uh, owner, runner of a, you called runner of a, a brothel, I can't remember. Um, a madam. A, a madam. It was a madam. And, uh, she was once burgled by two blokes, uh, and she, with a broken, uh, Ankle managed to lock the burglars on the roof. <laughs> wow! Like she, they tied her up, and she managed to get free. What year and was this? Locked her in the locked them on the roof. Uh, probably about I don't know, twenty years ago. Bloody hell, that's so crazy. Funny. Um, Wild. One, do you want know one thing? So we actually went to where Jimi Hendrix died. Yes. Um, and uh, that was in a hotel in Notting Hill. Yeah. Uh, it's unmarked. It's like a really posh hotel, but it's not got um, a sign outside or anything. But anyway, we found it. Not um, something you want to sell it, sell it on. No, no, it's probably not. But but um, but it's a really. I mean, you know what Notting Hill's like like yeah. now. And that's the one real interesting. I think one of the really interesting takeaways from the whole thing is that so you like you go right. We're going now. Now we're going to here because this is where the Walker Brothers were put up when they first moved to the UK. Mm. And and you'll go there and literally the Walker Brothers one I think was on Eaton Square. 
Right, okay. And, yeah, and, yeah. and they were like, yeah, they stayed in this in the in the top two floors of this building on Eaton Square <laughs> for five pounds a month. Uh, it's like a forty million pound house now. Yeah. Like, like you say, Jimi Hendrix living on Hanover Street. Like, yeah. that, that, obviously none of that can happen now, but the world the, the, the city was so different back in the sixties. Anyway. I wanna I wanna f I think me and uh, me and Mark on, on the rest of me show, uh, excellent stack podcast, we uh tr we oh, we, we kinda wanna find out where uh, we, we know where, but it's been knocked down now, but it's where um, Yokozuna died in Blackpool. I think it's kind of around about Blackpool, sort of area. What was he doing in Blackpool? Was they have a WrestleMania there or something? No, they just uh, like, you, you go, uh, after you sort of finish your contract with WWF, you go and do your own thing and promotions will just take you whatever state you're in around is, Britain. Is it, is it an urban myth that he was frightened to death by a spider? What? Because people were saying back in the day they had a heart attack because he was frightened of spiders and he saw one in his room. <laughs> It's quite, it's quite an 80s rumour, isn't it? Yeah, that, that pretty much is. And and to be honest, I mean, I mean, he's wrestled in Japan where they've got proper spiders, so, you know. Yeah, I, just, I don't yeah. know, what, why do those things come up? Why do people say those things? I mean, it's, 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 it, what it is, is evidence of, of the meme culture before the internet. Couldn't get away with it now, could you? You couldn't, like, really. There's no mystery now. No. There was, uh, and, and, and even, and even, like, the rumours that go around are always a pastiche of a previous rumour, so you can kind of trace its uh, etymology a little bit. So, like, with... Um, uh, when Shinzo Abe got shot. Uh, yeah, that's three. really sad. What a very sad... Very bizarre. Really rare in Japan, right? Yeah, I mean, it's so rare he had to make his own fucking gun by the looks of things. Um, oh, right. It was like a, just two pipes connected, like he huh. made, made his own little gun. Um, um, I, loved, I loved the... Um, the Craftsman to a fault. I love the memes that did the rounds where people... Oh, it's terrible to say about someone who actually died, but the memes that did the rounds of people taking off the fact that there's loads of, quote, Japan experts out there who say really knowing kind of contrary things. Yes, yeah, yeah, But someone yeah, yeah. said, um, actually, in Japanese culture, killing someone's really disrespectful. <laughs> that kind of thing. But anyway, what are you going to say? It's Carry very on. hard when you do, like, the podcast at Broad Japan we do at Stack. It, it's very hard to uh, not sound like an absolute cunt, but it doesn't matter because on the Look of Pete show, I've shown on more than occasion, uh, aka with Etsy's email last week, uh, yeah. uh, that I am I'm think more I'm cunt? than willing to embarrass myself constantly. I'll come round your house and put my foot through your fucking feet. <laughs> like that. Oh, you like your ceiling, big boy. What were you going to say about Shinzo Abe? Um, it's good, isn't it? They, uh, somebody, somebody, uh, so the rumors were going around, uh, that, uh, or a fake tweet was going around of Shinzo Abe, uh, saying in Japanese, I have evidence that will, uh, uh, that will put, um, uh, Hillary Clinton in prison the day before he died. And like, it's just, well, it's just like, made up. God, it's made up. But A, cause it's made up, and B, uh, it, it was traced back to, uh, every person who's been killed in the past has been murdered in the past um, three or four years. People, people have circulated tweets before because the you know, anti-Hillary Clinton fucking QAnon bollocks. Yeah, um, uh, yeah they, they've fabricated tweets uh, that they put out. But it just makes me laugh that it's such a hack and done and overdone thing about I have proof that Hillary Clinton uh, should be in prison and then the day after they die uh, you know the fake tweet is such an internet meme that even but but even like people took it quite seriously you know news outlets took it quite seriously that's the real problem isn't it I, I think the that people that the, 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 there is no quality in journalism anymore I think there was a oh I can't remember it might have been Greek actually Greek TV station had a uh, had a picture of there was a a racist fucking meme going around that Hideo Kojima, who little uh, sort of slight Japanese guy with glasses, uh, bought if you're not really familiar with looking at a Japanese faces a lot, had the had a passing environment of the, of the man who shot the gun, um, right. and so somebody tweeted it out, blah blah blah. Um, some some right wing news organisations basically 
posted a picture of Hideo Kojima, who at one point was wearing like a a, a Russian hat, uh, and he stood in front of a, a picture of Che Guevara. So like Che Guevara loving left wing uh, murderer of Shinzo Which Abe. Just no due diligence know. done at no all. No due diligence at all. Yeah. And so like news news outlets reported that he was obsessed with uh, that the guy who shot the gun uh, was you know it was a pic- basically posted a picture of Hideo Kojima and said that he was obsessed with uh, left wing politics when in fact yeah, he just fucking not want to shoot the president. You know. Um, so is a, a motive for the for the killing being established as we record this? Uh, I, I don't know. To, yeah, it, it probably has. I've not really paid much attention. Okay, right. I guess you know who 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 really cares. I suppose at that point, isn't it? One of my um... astonishing that he managed to do what he did, and it just shows how safe Japanese uh, society is that 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 they allow people to get so fucking close. Yeah, well, it's and get two shots away. It's, it's actually come up, come unstuck there, haven't they? On this particular example. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> to be fair, Possibly should be a bit better. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the guy who had that um, bulletproof um, uh, briefcase. Hmm. And he it shot to the Arby was all on the ground, and the guy gets his little briefcase out. To be fair, he just take some of the blast of the second one. Um, this little kind but of I mean, you weird. Can't, little... I mean, you can't really. This is the thing, isn't it? You can't really blame the close protection officers for <laughs> for however they reacted in that split second because you, you know. I mean, you can only do what you can do. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I think more... It's a safety net, but it's not more than that. No, I know. and uh, Yeah, and it's all about how you plan out the actual thing itself. But but I think most uh, most people in a slightly in slightly more space environments are going, shouldn't have been able to get the second one off. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's and, insane. And, and, do you know what? I was reading something the other day. You know, bang. Bang. Right, you know, yeah, he shouldn't yeah, have been able yeah. to get it off. Which is mad. You see, is, is, is the suggestion that um, it's so alien in Japan to have that happening that people couldn't react oh, yeah, to. Oh, yeah, they probably react too. I mean, I'm sure they've got their training and stuff, but it's just it's sort of weird that... When I was, listen, when I was doing some research for something else, I was reading up about something, and it was a... Um, I think it was President Donald Trump attending an event in the UK. Mm. I forget the event. It might have been some kind of D-Day anniversary. I'm not sure. Anyway, but I was reading the um, um, a report about it, mm. and it was like the, the, the lengths that the Americans go to for security reasons like that. Yeah, yeah. To the point where in this particular example, they had two of everything. So he was going from the airport, some particular airport to the venue in a helicopter. Yes. But there was two helicopters, yeah. two cars, two close protection security teams, one of which isn't even on the president. Yeah. Just so there's total kind of vagaries around where he actually is and where he isn't. Just do, just do two attempts at his life. Then. <laughs> just do it twice, double up. You have to double it. Yeah. But on, the lone wolf, I guess, quite difficult to do. On the conspiracy theory thing, I, I would be it would be remiss of me not to mention a um, my favourite conspiracy theorist, who is of course Matt Letizia, ex Southampton <laughs> football player, um, who's now blocked me off Twitter, sadly. But anyway, yeah, I, can't yeah. and I, I, I actually fucking hate people who use that as a badge of honour, um, and I also hate that he's done it because I really genuinely like looking at his tweets. <laughs> uh, but anyway, I, I, have, I have other ways and means. Oh, do you know? But there was a great Pete, honestly. Uh, sock puppet accounts. And for legal reasons, I'm going to say to you, last week, I am not suggesting in any way, shape, or form Matt Letizia was associated with this. Mm. But of course, when you tweet the stuff he tweets, yeah. you get the replies, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You, you are going to get the attraction of, yeah. of, of certain people. And so he was. Um, he he posted a tweet, Matt Letizia, um, talking about... The, the candidates for the next leader of the Conservative Party that he didn't want to be Conservative Party right, leader. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, they were all um, associated, according to Matt, in some way with the World Economic Forum. And he shared something that said, um, oh, they suggested suggest they were working as WEF agents within our national government, right? Yeah. Conspiracy theory stuff, right? That's fine. It's not fine. It's mad. But he is quite mad. Uh, the, one of the replies just made me think, one, that is hilarious, but two... 
people like this will find anything, right? And one of the replies, Pete, was a woman who had found out, quote, found out that the days that the MPs of the Conservative Party all started resigning to get Boris Johnson out was the same day that um, Bill Gates landed in London on a plane. <sighs> right, she had okay. flight tracked his plane. Yeah. I presume it's his plane. I don't know how she right. would know. Yeah. Uh, but she said, is it, is it a coincidence that Bill Gates yeah. was in yeah, London yeah, the yeah, same yeah, day yeah. MPs started resigning? Yes. <laughs> I've thought about this, and the answer is, yes, it is a coincidence. Wow. How it's, often? I love the fact that she doesn't even consider how often Bill Gates is probably travelling. Floating around, yeah. As one yeah, of the world's richest exactly. men. But yeah. they will look for anything. They will oh, look amazing. for anything. But I, I just like the, uh, I, I, the, thing, the thing with Letitia's thing. He, it's good for me because I, I never really... I'm, I'm fascinated by it, but not enough to actually fucking read up on and, and find out what they're actually saying. and stuff. Because it's, it's just funny, just funny noise. Um, I'll wait until... Boing boing or something, kind of one of my kind of like disseminators yeah, yeah. kind of finds out what they'll, QAnon and all the break it down for you. Yeah, yeah, it's all right. I can't be asked. Yeah. Um, but there are so many different, like little kind of quite professional looking websites and little kind of, you know, uh, social media free speech advocate groups and stuff yeah. that Matt Letizia will retweet. And you're like, fuck, these guys have all got funding, yeah. graphic designers, <laughs> like yeah. they've all got resources. And I'm just impressed that, like, the level of quality <laughs> presenting wise has gone up a little the, bit. The insidious thing about it is they obviously are presenting as serious news outlets. Yes, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And the and, blurring... and, 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 and to people of a certain uh, disposition, uh, and certainly you know, people more more likely in my my, my parents' generation, stupid they they, they right. yeah, uh, stupid people, and also people who aren't aware how easy it is to make this stuff uh, look good. The, that veneer of it's very easy to ape and uh, ghost and and, and and kind of create recreate that kind of veneer of respectability yeah. just with a couple of uh, you know a, a, I do, a couple I, of things I, couple I, of bit of graphic design. I do cues. have I do have a certain amount of sympathy with the ideas because well actually not the ideas but the principle of the ideas because there are things that have happened that massively almost to their mind ratify what they're thinking because they'll go well you're saying I'm a conspiracy theorist. But actually, when this happened, you told me it was like old bollocks, but it turned out to be true kind yeah. of thing. And that stuff does kind of happen because the, obviously public life and big decisions and the way the world works is actually very complicated. So sometimes people get things wrong and then they'll tack onto that and use that as a reason to quote prove a conspiracy theory. Because they'll mm. say, well, actually, you said that was a conspiracy theory. I don't know, something like, uh, I was trying to think of an example, um, something like oh, stuff around when COVID came about mm. and people were making their best guess because it was a new thing. The government, you know, needed some space yeah. although they were incompetent at the time you're just like well you need to give them some space to actually work out what's happening yeah. and they would get things wrong yeah. and, the, and the things they said that were at the time would turn out to not be true but Matt Letizia will go well you see that yeah. see that was that was that was that was true, and yeah. you told me it wasn't. So they'll use it like that. But you're believing everything, and we're exactly. sort of going right. Look, we remember fucking Thalidomide and Borpal. Remember that we remember yeah. being told a certain thing, and better it actually wasn't yeah, true. Better sort of and 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 if we were if the we followed thing. them, the cream the you, you, you wouldn't believe. Yeah. What? What's well, the well, I told you they're only available for sale between Christmas and Easter. Yeah, just like a different thing. But I mean, I would say follow the money on that, I would say. Yeah. And sort of like go... I, I, so well, I would say... all going from me to them for three eggs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're ever in that situation you think about conspiracy, follow the money, 
does Donald Trump necessarily want to con- think, you know, is he going to make any money out of hanging out in underground pedo tunnels, blowing them up? Is he going to, is that really part of his thing? You know, if, if most billionaires could probably get away with murdering a few kids and not, and you're not noticing, right? Yeah. Is that going to make them a lot of money? No. And most of them have got to that position because they fucking like money and they don't want fuck anything. <laughs> if you uh, if you had underground pedo tunnel on your Luke and Pichot bingo card, yeah, just, please leave uh, for your prize. But that's one of the big ones in the q on it. The, 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 the earthquake, yeah. so Donald Trump blowing up the underground pedo tunnels. A couple of years yeah. old now. They, th- they, think, they, they think that he is sent by God mm. to disassemble yeah. by violent means mm. the, um, the satanic pedophilic cabal that yeah. is running not just the US but the world. Yeah. And then uh, they'll toddle off to church. The, do, you know what, do you know what I feel I have to say that on the show? I just yeah. think to myself, Luke, don't put too much pressure on yourself as a broadcaster because there's no easy way to do that. <laughs> there's no easy way to say that and not sound yeah. ridiculous. So yeah, no, you, you are right. You're spot mm. on. I think, as I've said to you before, it's a, it's a way for you know, ordinarily stupid people to feel clever. <clears throat> yeah. And it's no True. coincidence the people who believe in that shit would believe in all the other ones as well. Yeah. And if it was in the early 90s, they'd be talking about UFOs. And then if it was in the fucking 70s, they'd be talking about the moon landings, etc., etc. Anyway, let's have a break. When we come back, I want to do an email about a jellyfish. Lovely. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. And we're back and it's the Luke and Pete Show and we've got emails galore. Hello, LukeandPeteShow.com. If you want to get in touch, Luke, last week in Cornwall, I saw so many... Uh, the the uh, jellyfish. Jellyfish were in bloom and are in bloom. I saw one of them wearing a pair of glasses. One of them wearing a <laughs> pair of glasses. I'd love that. Um, <laughs> but uh, I saw a nasty one. I saw like one of those Portuguese looking ones, little kind of like the ones that are inf- have inflated fins. Just like when stuff. you saw a hummingbird, which has never wasn't been observed. Humming, in it was not a hummingbird. That was a hummingbird moth. I already told you. Well, yeah, yeah, I told you it wasn't a hummingbird. Um, well, on jellyfish, I mean, Christian, our friend Christian's got in touch by emailing hello at lukeandpeteshow.com. Um, following up on your jellyfish chat from a while back, Peter, um, and I'll let Christian take up the story. He says, hello, chaps. Following Pete's masochistic admission that he'd like to be stung by a jellyfish. I would. I nearly... I Why nearly, did you do it? Uh, because the only one that I could find that I knew would be able to sting me was like the nasty one. And I was like, oh, that's too nasty. Too nasty. Yeah, I mean, if it, if it was indeed a Portuguese man of war, mm. I mean... That's that's pretty bad news. It's bad news, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's bad and, news. And it could have been. I, I think there are two variants and and two that look exactly the same as those ones. Uh, and the 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 the, the blue jellyfishy ones uh, are a little less serious, but they're still pretty pretty potent. I didn't see any like normal ones that would you know 
give you a little sting. Um, the they were mainly just moon uh, jellyfish and right. compass jellyfish. They're, so, they're so it, all right. In the case of the man of war, I think it's rare for it to cause death. Mm. It's like a difficult, painful thing for a few days. I think. Yep. Um, but I think if you the usual stuff, I mean, with your track record as well, allergic it mimics an allergic reaction, so it can block the airway and stuff. Yeah, yeah. and older people it can cause um, heart problems and stuff. Mm. So listen, trying to get killed by being stung by a jellyfish, Peter, it reflects very badly <laughs> on all of us here. Okay. Um, anyway, you didn't take the opportunity to get stung by one. No. Fine. Uh, Christian says um, he was actually himself stung by a jellyfish while on a family holiday in Spain. He says I was around eight years old, faffing about on a lilo in the sea, and felt a sharp zing on my foot. The pain didn't hurt that much, but the Zing. shock. There we go. The shock was enough to make an eight-year-old me cry incessantly. Oh. Having been told that urine uh, neutralizes the sting, my older brother Dom, who is also a listener and a victim of the Christmas fight from last year's first Christmas special, nice. uh, was very forthcoming in offering to piss on my foot. Mm. Ultimately, I was able to do the deed myself, and piss does in fact work. Do wonders on a jellyfish sting. So if Pete does find himself in jellyfish-infested waters. I recommend he hydrate amply before going in. I think it's mm. to do with the alkali in the piss, I think. It's not just the heat. I thought, I thought it was just a massive uh, misnomer. Well, I was, I, no, because um, vinegar is the thing that's supposed to help, and that's uh, obviously an acid rather than Oh, maybe alkali. it is that then. Maybe, yeah. maybe I've got the wrong way around. The, um, the, uh, say hot water and just get the credit card across the, the stings. To get them to out. To take them out, yeah. My granddad um, trod on a sea urchin and I think took a slash oh. on his phone and made it, made it a lot better. That was in the West Indies, I think. Yeah, that, uh, I mean, that's just a general puncture wound, though, isn't it? I'm not sure. I think I think it depends on the anemone or the or the. Uh, I think they're just spikies, aren't they? They're, they're really sharp. I am um, when I was um, out in Puerto Rico. Puerto I, Rico. I dragged my foot across a coral, mm. and it was so rough it took ages to heal. Well, Absolutely ages. Well, that's the thing that we, with jellyfish, I uh, I just naturally because I've never been stung by them, I'm naturally scared of them. I didn't realise that like the Portuguese man of war, for example, it's not even one just one organism. It's like three or four. So like the inflatable um, fin is one bit, the tentacles are another, and they just have a mutual a mutually beneficial relationship that they just hang oh. out and feed each other and, and keep each other alive. It's, it's amazing. Mad it's evolved like that. It's yeah. fucking insane, and they're not you know they're not animals. They're I can just they're like coral they're just like uh, so that made me feel better that one wasn't necessarily going to chase me and try and grab it's not, me it's not you know what of, I mean yeah, it's, it's not, not like aware, yeah, yeah it's not um, necessarily aware God made them like that Pete they did yeah he decided that I'm going to do he was it. one of us God, God was like I'm going to make this fucking weird shit today yeah um, uh, shall we finish with uh, a media report from Reuters uh, a couple of days ago um, about um, you, you were saying has there been a, a, um, a reason established why the why Shinzo Abe was we're going back uh, to that it wasn't was jellyfish was it no well uh, Reuters have got uh, have got the skinny um, um, the suspect told police he was dissatisfied with Abe and wanted to kill him Abba yeah it yes. kind of checks out that doesn't yeah. it <laughs> Hard to refute that, isn't it? <laughs> Very hard to refute that motivation, yeah. isn't it? I I would I don't know a, how I would make a gun and find the munitions and stuff, but I I don't I there's not many people in my life I would get the vice out for. You know what I mean? Get the vice and a hack and a hacksaw out for. Yeah. There's not. There's very few people I would create a a a, a, a model of um, a model to to destroy or or hurt them in any way. Yeah. I, mean, I just you're, throw a cup of tea in the face. You're a reasonable fellow. You're all mouth, though, aren't you? I'm all mouth, no trousers. You, yeah. you do. You're on the hair trigger. You are very, all very mouth, explosive. No trousers. I don't think I am. I think. No, you're explosive people. in a really contained, undangerous way for a short amount of time. Yeah, like a dying star. Or do they, or do they notably well, take a long time? Yeah, famously, yeah, famously take a long time. Very powerful as well. Yeah, good. Opposite exactly. That. Correct. <laughs> I've seen this in my pocket. Opposite. What is it? A little, uh, little mobile phone I bought in Japan. It's a mini iPhone. It's a little phone. 
That's like, where have you? You've literally just pulled it out of yeah, your pocket. Yeah. Does it work? Yeah. Does it connect to a network? Uh, it does if I put my SIM in. Yeah. That's absolutely amazing. I had it in my in my um, I had it in my cabin, and I was like, shit, I forgot about that. Got a little, a little. That uh, is fantastic. It's not. It's not Apple, is it? No, nah, it's uh, Android. It's, it's very Palm. good. I thought, much, I thought, how much uh, did you pay for that? Uh, t- I mean, it was it was when I was on Radio Money, to be honest. So more money than I needed to. Just <laughs> Never spend, used it. Spending it on shit you don't need. Yep. Anyway, let's go. Awful. Let's go, Peter. You've you've ended Fair the show with, with the least non-visual feature ever. <laughs> That's okay. I was yeah. in the p- process of looking up um, what those guns that aren't metal are made of. Apparently, it's polymer. Uh, okay. Very interesting. Yeah. Right. I've also got some very uh, deep-rooted interest in the. Um, Crisis of masculinity around people and guns and America and all the rest of it. Okay, yeah. Um, I haven't got time for that now. No. It's probably a bit boring as well, so mm. we'll, we won't do that. But Fair we will be back later this week for more of this, so do stick around. Uh, get in touch if you want to speak with us. Hello at lukeandpeach.com. We read all your emails uh, and um, tell your friends as well and leave us a nice review too. Uh, Pete's taking his headphones off. That means it's the end of the show. <laughs> we'll see you again soon. Turns out I can hear you anywhere. Didn't need them. Didn't need them. Show is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network.